welcome to the latest Travel Weekly podcast. I'm here with my colleague Ian Taylor and we're going to be talking through some of the big news stories from the last week or so. Okay, let's start off with Superbreak. So you probably read um, by now that the original founder of the trade brand is looking to resurrect it uh, and is promising to bond everything, including hotel only. So quite exciting. The trade has, has so far been been very um, positive about this. It's really welcomed news that, that it might be coming back. Yes, uh, Superbreak was the bit of the Malvern group that was best known. So uh, if, if it's to be resurrected, that would, that would be welcome. I wasn't I don't really know Gordon Miller, so who's he and why is he stepping in to resurrect his company? Okay, so yes, he's a guy called Gordon Miller. You probably won't have heard of him. He's kept a very low profile over the years. But he and a colleague set up Superbreak back in 1983. They bought it from British Rail um, when it was selling parts of the business off. He and the colleague expanded the brand's portfolio and and sold the products through agents. He then later sold the business, but he kept a stake and then came back again fully a few years later to prepare it for another sale, this time to Eurocamp in 94. And then since then, he's been involved in various um, travel and non-travel related deals. Okay, so how soon may we see Superbreak? selling holidays again well yeah that's a good question nobody knows even he doesn't know so he's currently in talks with the administrators kpmg and senior management at malvern group he's really keen to get um a reading on whether agents would support a resurrected super break and so far the agents we've spoken to have have overwhelmingly said yes they would back a resurrected super break that that he is looking to set up which would include all products being bonded, in even hotel only. Okay, good. That's uh, positive news then. Definitely. So it's more watch this space and, yeah. and and see if it goes ahead. He did stress that that it would only obviously go ahead if the numbers add up. You know, he's a businessman at the end of the day. So um, so yes, hopefully some positive news coming. Okay, so also this week we had TUI delivering its quarterly results. They reported a 46% fall in underlying operating profit, blaming the grounding of the Boeing 737 MAX. What do you make of this? Yeah, their figures were um, all right. To be honest, the, the grounding of the MAX has had an impact on their quarterly figures and it will cost them, over the course of the financial year to the end of September, they say it will have cost them 300 million but that's not i mean they're they're dealing with that uh fritz jusen was asked on a conference call um about the implications of the max grounding going forward or if it didn't return or, or whatever and he was fairly sanguine about it because he said he pointed out that when they have plenty of notice that an aircraft's not available they can replace it with other aircraft there's no shortage of aircraft the reason it was costly now was they were expecting delivery of the aircraft and then at short notice they didn't have them, so they had to make alternative arrangements. And that involved them then uh, having to lease crew as well as aircraft, which is much more expensive, and that's the reason it's cost them money. The £300 million, of course, in, in they will get back from Boeing at some point, either as as cash or in money off the aircraft they, they buy. 
the more interesting thing I think in the two in the results uh, and in what Jusen was saying this week was uh, he talked at length about overcapacity in European short haul flying and particularly in Germany and the and the fact he sees foresees consolidation. He didn't say how he thought that would happen, but he clearly sees failures. And he pointed out that the a problem was that when Air Berlin, he didn't mention Monarch, but also we could say Monarch, went bust, airlines immediately took up all the capacity that had, that had gone. And that's the reason why um, companies like TUI, like the major airlines, are making money at the moment, but they're all squealing about the their yields because uh, the market's very tough. Okay. And then also GFK gave us some booking figures, didn't they, for the summer? Yeah, the, the latest booking figures are, are positive. I mean, TUI's group-wide results, they said they were 1% down on, on bookings, but that's, a, you know, that's near enough where they, where they would want to be and, and where, uh, where they were this time last, last year. Uh, GFK reported the UK market uh, season today, 1% up, but a strong 1% up. That's according to, to GFK. Last week, late bookings for this summer were 15% up year on year. Okay, that was compared, and that was comparing with a record year. So, you know, the market for all the difficulties, the weakness of the pound, the, all the things we know about, the market has done extraordinarily well Couple this things summer. considered. Although it won't feel like that to people mm. right now. Mm. Going back to Boeing, the grounding of the 737 MAX, how, how damaging is it? Well, it's super damaging for, for Boeing. The fallout hasn't finished yet. Um, it's, it's terrible that there were these two fatal crashes. It's fairly shocking uh, that there's a wealth of evidence now which suggests uh, Boeing didn't make all the information available to the Federal Aviation administration in the U in the US um, and so you could foresee the system becoming tighter as a consequence other regulators around the world uh, the European regulators Chinese regulators not accepting uh, as a matter of course FA FAA uh, certification of aircraft and and so on uh, I can't see the 737 MAX flying again this year. I'd be surprised. December's probably the earliest, even though Boeing's still talking about September. Can't see that at all. Okay. All right, and then let's just briefly talk about Thomas Cook. There was a bit of news this week about them. They confirmed, I think it was on Monday, that it was seeking an additional £150 million of funding on top of the £750 million bailout with Fosen and the Banks. Um, shares dropped as, uh, to seven percent, seven pence on Tuesday. What, what, what do you make of this? Is this what's going on? Well, look, the Cook share price is irrelevant. I, you know, I wouldn't even bother to look at it. It's they're junk. They're not worth anything. Um, uh, either Cook will, Cook will be saved by Fosen and its banks and bondholders. Uh, and the shareholders wiped out, or Cook will go bust at the end of September and the shareholders will be wiped out. So the shares are worthless. 
Um, and obviously shareholders are upset set about that. The reason there are shares being traded and the, and the share prices going up and down is the big institutional shareholders, pension funds and so and things like that, are selling them off. And selling them off and be, will be very happy that this Turkish tourism tour operator, Nesit Koka or Kocha, uh, is keen on uh, getting around the table with Cook and, and Fosun and is buying shares and this mystery Russian woman is buying shares and so on. So the institutional shareholders would be very happy with that. Um, if I had Thomas Cook shares, I would uh, sell them or flush them down the toilet because they're not <laughs> worth anything. Um, the £150 million thing, it doesn't, it doesn't come across well because Cook keeps needing more money, it seems. However, in the scheme of things, it doesn't re- mean very much. Uh, we, would, we were looking at what was a £2.35 billion pound deal and and the extra 150 million will make it a 2.5 billion pound deal so it doesn't make Mm. a great deal of difference my guess and it is simply a guess is that the banks wanted Fosun to put in a bit more money and Fosun because Fosun were only going to put in 450 million as well as taking on a share of Thomas Cook's 1.6 billion pound debt and Fosun probably said well we won't unless the bondholders do I suspect that's right. what's happened. Okay, Okay, thank you very much, Ian. Um, we hope you enjoyed that. You're obviously managed to find you've obviously managed to find this podcast. But just as a reminder, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time. Bye.